Andermatt's accessibility is an important issue for many owners. And not just by car, but also using public transportation. Take the Stadtler family, for instance. They live in Hergesville, in the canton of Nidwalden, and were looking for a holiday apartment in the mountains. After comparing the various destinations, the choice was an easy one for Daniel Stadtler. The last train arrives in Andermatt at about 11.30, I think. And of course that's great. Accessibility is important to me, particularly because traffic has increased so massively. The family of four spent a lot of time in Andermatt. The two children are students at ETH Zurich. That means that the family members might arrive in Andermatt at different times. But what happens when the family is in Andermatt? What options do they have for getting around locally? That's exactly what we'll be talking about in today's podcast. Welcome to the Andermatt Swiss Alps Company podcast. Here is where we put our promises to the test. Today, we'll be talking about mobility and the so-called last mile. We promised to offer an alternative to a personal car. Mountain regions in particular often lack good public transportation options. While Andermatt is easy to reach from all directions by train or with the postbus, the options are often very limited once visitors arrive. In the evening, it's nearly impossible to get around without your own car. For that reason, a combined, innovative and emissions-free mobility service called KIM, for the German acronym, is coming into existence in the Andermatt holiday region. Andermatt Swiss Alps will run it, and participants also include the holiday region Andermatt Ursental, the municipality of Andermatt and other network partners. Their goal to put together a collective, sustainable mobility service. The project is being supported by SECO, the State Secretariat for Economic Affairs, and by the Albert Kochlin Foundation, with more than 500,000 CHF. Project manager Daniel Zumoberhaus explains why Andermatt is especially well suited for the project. Andermatt is interesting because it doesn't have any of these services yet. So we have the chance to set up something new and convince people that it makes a lot of sense. Moreover, Andermatt is located centrally in Switzerland. That means that it's already possible to get here with public transportation. And we already have a few local partners, meaning we already have a foot in the door. Now we just have to expand that. It also wasn't the case that SECO, the State Secretariat for Economic Affairs, and the Albert Köchlin Foundation decided of their own accord to support the concept in Andermatt. We wanted to implement this concept, and we looked around for the right partners. In other words, a sort of pilot project is coming about. In Andermatt and its surroundings, i.e. from Realp to Gurtnellen, a variety of options are being tested to see what works and what doesn't. Now, if another region becomes interested in a mobility solution, we can offer our experience in setting one up. 
we have a kind of menu that shows how one or another mobility solution best suits the desired need. This means that we can offer exactly the solution that works. However, the project isn't quite there yet. The project is still very new. We first got started in late April, early May. So we're only just now really getting off the ground. We've already kicked off a few things and know roughly what we want to do. We know which mobility solutions we want to offer and the time frames for doing so. The first step now is bringing these mobility services to Andermatt. That's probably the faster step. It will take a little longer until we have digital integration, which is a very big effort. In addition, you have to study in detail what you can and can't integrate and how deeply to do this. The goal of the KIM project is to get the various mobility service providers to cooperate with one another so that guests and locals can find a tailored solution for their trips. We'll now take a closer look at the individual options. More than two years ago, we introduced MyBooksy in and around Andermatt. MyBooksy is a combination of coach and taxi. While MyBooksy already operates in various regions of Switzerland, Andermatt is the first mountain region serviced by it. Eve Althaus is the general manager of Alpine Mobility, an association that manages mobility options in the region around Andermatt. So let's have him explain just what MyBooksy is. MyBooksy is an on-demand ride pooling service. MyBooksy is an on-demand ride pooling service. It can be ordered using an app much like Uber. The difference is that additional people might be along for the ride. That means that if you want to go from Wassen to Andermatt, MyBooksy will come to pick you up in Wassen. But it might be that the driver will make a stop in Gershenin to pick up another person who needs a ride to Andermatt or Rayelp. The goal is to transport as many people as possible with the fewest possible trips. This collective mobility solution also includes the Sponti Car Service, which offers the right car for every need. And 100% electric, of course. Mark Ritzmann came up with the idea. He made a virtue of necessity, so to speak. Most car-sharing services in Switzerland are concentrated heavily in conurbations. Rural areas come up short here. Sponticar is now also operating in the canton of Uri. A car is available in Estfeld, along with one in Unterschechen. Sponticar has had a car in Andermatt since September, an all-wheel-drive Volkswagen ID5. We're also planning to define one or two new locations in the Uri Highlands next year. As the saying goes, competition is good for business. And Sponticar is a direct competitor of mobility autos. That's right. But we're not unhappy about it. We're all for the people travelling in a carbon-neutral manner. It's ultimately irrelevant whether someone uses mobility or Sponticar. The important thing is that we use our resources sparingly, and that also includes mobility cars. These cars already exist, so why not use them? Using every available car is more efficient than buying a new car. The focus has to be on this, of that I'm certain. 
those who prefer to travel with muscle power rather than electricity have certainly heard of Publibike. Their bicycles are available in larger cities and soon in Andermatt. Publibike merged with Velospot last summer. They have been around for 10 years and are the bike-sharing pioneers in Switzerland. Markus Bocher is CEO. We provide station-based bicycle lending in larger cities and conurbations. In other words, a rider can pick up a bike at one station and return it to another. We see ourselves really as the mobility solution for the last mile. If you travel to a place using your choice of transportation, car, train, bus or tram, and then want to take the smaller paths there through the city, you have a bicycle available at all times, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Publibike hasn't had any experience with mountain regions so far. But here too, guests and locals might like to be able to make a quick shopping trip or take a ride on the not very mountainous roads. There are a lot of them in Andermatt. But if you nevertheless need to ride uphill now and again, Markus Bocher has thought ahead. We'll be putting e-bikes in Andermatt that go as fast as 25 kilometers per hour. The first Publibikes are scheduled to be available in Andermatt next spring, just in time for the start of the summer season. Another option is taking someone with you in your car when you're going somewhere anyway, or joining someone on a trip. The concept of carpooling and ride-sharing is not new. One provider is Umadum. They started out in Austria in 2017 and have now expanded to Germany and Switzerland. Max Wagner explains his idea. We wanted to increase the occupancy rate of cars. Despite a change in the method of propulsion, like electromobility, which is currently making great strides, the same number of people are still sitting in cars. The occupancy rate of a car in Austria or Germany is 1.2 on average. Even if the propulsion system is different, this occupancy rate doesn't increase. Nearly four seats in a car are empty on average. We can now fill those four other seats. We have also now expanded our service, not just ride-sharing, as we call it, you can also call it carpooling, with walking, bicycling, or traveling with public transportation. We can depict all mobility types via the app. In the best case, we can avoid car trips through people traveling together, or even switching to a bicycle or public transportation. The core idea of Umadum is the mobility of companies and their employees, but they've already gained experience with tourism use. For tourism use, which is now the focus of the KIM project, we currently have a project running in Austria called Ultimob. It also involves arrival travel by tourists, largely in Utstall at this time. It has also been developed further. It also involves luggage service and so on. Also, how mobility can function further, apart from people. We have very good results there. Our core business at the moment is still company mobility, and now we're looking to how we can build a second and third pillar with leisure time and events. As with all network services, it is also important to Umadum that as many people as possible participate. In other words, 
Umadum is not necessarily just to provide her for the last mile when people arrive at their destination, but also for the trip to get there. Another partner with regard to this topic is the Schweizerische Sudostbahn Railway. It does not make a stop in Andermatt directly because all travellers have to switch to the matterhorn guttart Railway in Geschönen. But nevertheless, the last mile is important to them. Urs Brutsch is head of mobility and explains why it's important. A large part is self-interest and also the conviction that the efficiency of the transportation system can be increased only by linking the various transportation entities. It is necessary to think from the customer's perspective. They want a door-to-door -door solution and we can develop an option only if the last mile is covered, i.e. from the door to the railway station and from the railway station to the destination. The railway benefits as backbone for the entire journey. Those are just a few of the partners that need to be integrated. But not only partners, but also target groups. This means not just guests, but also residents from the Upper Royce Valley and the Urseren Valley. Daniel Sum Oberhaus says, In terms of locals, our aim is to enable them to leave their second car in the garage, or even get rid of it altogether. Let's take the situation of a family in Hospenthal or Rialp. They have a car, but then they realize they need a second one sometimes. Collectively, mobility services are intended to make it possible to avoid having a second car, because there are other options. That is currently not the case yet. For that reason, we have also approached the municipalities and are working with them to identify needs. We live here in a small town, and it's important to develop something that's a perfect fit. If from the very outset, 20% already think the idea isn't good, it's pretty much doomed to fail. For that reason, it was important to have the municipalities on board. In the case of the Kim project, this means the municipalities in the Uri Highland and the Ursulum Valley, i.e. from Gurtnellen to Realp, Erich Renner represents these municipalities in the project and has already made persuasive arguments to them. There was a certain amount of scepticism there, because it costs money. At the same time, however, Andermatt's Swiss Alps provided momentum with the introduction of my Buxi, as did the canton of Uri, which met with a traffic consultant about these issues. Everyone knew that something had to happen in the Upper Royce Valley, and that's exactly where I was able to make my point. At the first meeting, we discussed whether to have an on-demand option. I was able to say that we were already working with Andermatt Swiss Alps to develop something. And the Andermatt Municipal Council was also convinced that that was a good thing and should be supported. I very quickly got the municipality's backing for a budget. For example, one objective would have to be getting people to think every time whether it's worth it to take their own car out of the garage, including clearing snow in winter, or instead whether it's better to run errands by ordering a MyBooksy for CHF5. But we're not quite there yet. When I say that it would take more time, this has a second aspect. The options also have to become more advanced in terms of digitalization. 
For that reason, we submitted a project to the new regional policy, NRP, so that we can receive support from the Confederation. That way, we can show all options in conjunction with a single app. It first has to be programmed and tested. That way, the various options become visible to people. Being able to see at a glance what the options are means greater acceptance, including among locals. For instance, I see, aha, I have to go to that place. I have these options. I don't have to take my car. I can also take Publi bike located nearby. But that's still wishful thinking at the moment. We mentioned above that some of these options also compete with one another. But if the aim is to be able to offer the best possible mobility solution for a mountain region's locals and guests, then the providers aren't competitors, but rather partners. Especially when the objective for all of them is to offer a solution that is as climate neutral as possible. This also means that additional partners are welcome. Or, as Daniel Sumoberhaus accurately puts it, The more collective mobility services that we are able to integrate, the more interesting it is for users. And only then it is a true alternative to their own car. The project team has made it a goal to have options available starting next summer so that guests can holiday in the entire destination without a car and locals can refrain from using their second car and perhaps more often also their primary car. Whether these services will also then be bookable via an app is still unclear at this time. For listeners who want to take a closer look at the individual services, the show notes include links to all partners of the integrated mobility solution. That was from today's Andermatt Swiss Alps Company podcast. Here is where we put our promises to the test. If you're interested in learning how the destination in the heart of Switzerland is continuing to develop and would like to hear our stories, then subscribe to us. You can also leave a rating if you liked this podcast. If you have a topic that you're particularly interested in, write about it in the comments or send an email to podcast at andermatt-swissalps.ch. We look forward to your input. We're signing off for today, but we'd be pleased if you tuned in again next time. Goodbye for now. Music